Hey folks, uh, we're still at RxJS Live and uh, I'm talking to Hannah Howard. Hannah, do you just want to introduce yourself real quick, let people know who you are, and then we can talk a little bit about your talk and about RxJS? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, well, I'm just a developer person, uh, but I work on uh, sort of all parts of the stack um, for our consulting company. Um, in particular, I'm really enthusiastic about RxJS, uh, particularly in the use of front-end application development, um, and uh, have been so enthusiastic that I've written about, started writing a bunch of tools to integrate Rx with React and uh, to also model some architectural patterns in, in Rx. So, yeah. Infinite Red is a US-based consultancy specializing in React and React Native. They do mobile app and web design and development. They are deeply involved in the React and React Native open source communities, publish the React Native newsletter with 10,000 subscribers, and are involved with the React Native core development. If you have a project and need design or engineering help from an experienced team to take it all the way from concept to completion, get in touch with Infinite Red. You can find them at infinite.red. Make sure to mention you heard about them in this ad. Great. So what do you, you said you work for a consultancy. So what, what do you folks do there and how does that all work? So um, I work for a, a company called Carbon5. Uh, we're a product development uh, agency. We, we, we work with basically everyone um, from like small like MVP type startups to like I've worked on uh, helping the gap with their inventory systems. <laughs> so like um, and we we basically just we're both like design product and uh, and development more um, development's kind of our biggest uh, discipline. But we, you know, help people make products, um, whatever it is that they need. Uh, and we work in kind of like everything. So, yeah. Gotcha. So um you gave a talk this morning and and I missed it because I was out here getting checked in and everything. Um, do you want to just give a brief, uh, I guess, elevator pitch for your talk, what you talked about and things like that? Yeah. So my my talk was focused on how to actually architect like full scale applications uh, using RxJS, particularly in the case of um, uh, front end applications. Uh, we uh, at Carbon5, we really, really like RxJS um, and, and we like our actually all the Rx libraries and we've actually used it on quite a bit of, uh, you know, production code uh, to kind of like provide essentially a, a way to model state on uh, on the front end uh, in essentially as a replacement for the role that like Redux would play in a um, in a React application. Um, uh, we've also done a lot of Rx stuff with Swift as well. So it's like, you know, what the, the patterns actually emerge or cross language. So that's kind of cool. When I'm building a new product, G2i is the company that I call on to help me find a developer who can build the first version. G2i is a hiring platform run by engineers that matches you with React, React Native, GraphQL, and mobile engineers who you can trust. Whether you are a new company building your first product or an established company that wants additional engineering help, G2i has the talent you need to accomplish your goals. Go to devchat.tv slash G2i to learn more about what G2i has to offer. In my experience, G2i has linked up with experienced developers that can fit my budget, and the G2i staff are friendly and easy to work with. They know how product development works and can help you find the perfect engineer for your stack. Go to devchat.tv slash G2i to learn more about G2i. Nice. That makes sense. And uh, yeah, our iOS show, iFreaks, they've talked a lot about uh, RX Swift and, and things like that. So yeah, it's it's definitely interesting how it's spreading. And it's also interesting to see how it's spread in arenas like functional programming. So you get 
reactive programming and functional programming and and, and how that all plays. And, and that's really, really interesting. In fact, um, you and I met briefly at Codebeam in San Francisco. I was there as kind of a media partner, went to the speaker dinner. I think we chatted there for a few minutes and then at the conference. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess I guess I'm wondering in your experience, how do these ideas come together? You know, the, the functional programming, because it sounds like you do a lot of Erlang. Sure. And, uh, you know, and then you've also got, you know, the reactive programming with RxJS. And there, there's some reactive programming ideas in Erlang and Elixir. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, functional programming is like most like simple form is that you write your program with ideally mostly pure functions that, you know, don't mutate uh, data in the function. Like they take val inputs and they produce outputs so that immutable uh property is kind of the the, the kernel. Um, but uh, from that, there's what what emerges is that there's a whole bunch of patterns that you end up using to uh, use these functional to use pure functions, but still get all the properties you're going to need in a sort of like side effectful um, uh, environment, which is pretty much all environments. Um, and in fact, like, it's really interesting because a lot of the like concepts, part of my talk uh, was like this sort of like skating over of a bunch of Haskell concepts, not without mentioning the word Haskell, because like I'm not what functional programming, particularly the stuff that gets close to like algebra is very or, like the abstract algebra stuff gets I've found that people are very like intimidated by it. Hey folks, this is Charles Maxwood and I just launched my book, The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. It's up on Amazon. We self-published it. I would love your support. If you want to go check it out, you can find it there. The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. Have a good one. Max out. Um, but the there's a concept that ties a lot of these things together, which is like you have your pure functions and then you have something you wrap them in, right? And like there's these different types of wrappers. And, and once you start thinking about the wrappers, uh, I call them contexts in, in my talk, they're kind of like everywhere. Like an, like you have like an array was really just a wrapper around a value that's a collection, right? And a promise is a wrapper around a value that's asynchronous. And like, and you know, an observable is a wrapper around a value that'll change over time. And like, once you start seeing that, it's like kind of hard to unsee it. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's something that I talk a lot about as a base for thinking about building applications um, in uh, in RxJS. And then the the sort of add-on to that is then how all those different little uh, observables tie together. Um, and it's not so much like a specific uh, prescription as something that that we've noticed has emerged over the over time in building these applications, which is that like your observables start to look like a graph. Um, we call it the signal graph because you essentially have like each node is an observable that's emitting these signals, right? And then other nodes are getting signals from the uh, from the base observables and then they're computing new kinds of state. And you just have to kind of like, you know, the, the challenge is always getting like all the little Rx operators, right? So that you get the properties you're going to want, as particularly if you're dealing with state. Um, but uh but yeah, it's kind of a cool model and it's a, a visual way of thinking about it that we actually work with quite a bit. So very cool. Well, I'm going to encourage people to go look at your talk uh, from RxJS Live. I'm assuming, too, that your talks from like Codebeam and some of the other places that you've spoken at are also out there. So people they can go are, check that. Yeah, they are. for sure. Um, so if, if people want to reach out to you uh, and ask questions or see what you're working on or things like that, is, is there kind of a place where they can go to find that information? Yeah, so um, uh, I mean, you can for sure find me on the Twitters. Uh, my handle is at 
Tech Girl Wonder. Um, uh, and then uh, the the work that I'm doing with RxJX uh, is all um, lives in the GitHub organization Rx React, <laughs> uh, which I was able to get, even though I don't have the the NPM package uh, Rx React. All my stuff is under a namespace Rx React, so I'm still working on it. There's a library called Signal to model the signal graph, um, and I'm working. And I was really, really, really trying to get out a new version of that that would be super duper awesome, but you know, <laughs> not quite for this time. So, yeah. Good deal. Well, thanks, Hannah. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.